What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Hey there, friends. You are listening to Home with Beth, and I'm your host, Beth McGeorge from Jackson City. Thank you for tuning in. Today is a very special call-in show. We are here in San Diego, California, for a conference, which is called the REMAX Torchbearer. So if I sound asleep, I'm not, but it is early because we're on the West Coast, and I've got my show guest today is my favorite client of all time. He is the one and only, Art McGeorge. Art, are you on the line? I'm here. Yes. Okay. I thought you weren't for a second. Um, but nope, we're doing a call-in show. Still have not made it home yet from the conference. And very pertinent, uh, up-to-date real estate info. And I did not want to skip doing a week. So thank you guys for tuning in and hearing the um, call-in version of this week's show. So, Art, how you doing? You've been on the real estate circuit for a long time with me, but uh, you're tired of this one, aren't you? What was that last little bit? Do what? What did you What did you say that last bit? Oh, you're, I'm cutting out. Sorry. Um, how is this circuit? You're coming with me on this uh, class. You've done many of those with me before, but this one I think is got you more tired. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, it was the first one where I really went to as many of the classes and things like that. You've gone to, and it was a it was a very neat experience for me. Uh, I you know normally didn't get to go into all the rooms you go into and kind of learn how uh, everybody's mind works, and it was uh, kind of neat seeing some of your peers do that as well. A bunch of real estate agents. You're used to dealing with that, but in smaller doses. But um, no, it was good for you to join me in doing that. Um, so let me ask you. In the conference, they talked a lot about the emerging market, stuff like that. We're going to talk about a lot of statistics today. So anybody tuning in, um, this is very current, very top of mind with what is happening, evolving in a market that we don't really see in statistics yet. But let me pause for a minute and give everybody at home kind of an outline of what the conference is. It is the Max Torchbearer event 2022. And the torchbearers are kind of Remax's 40 under 40, which I have to tell you, I'm very excited to be in the room because I am 39 and a half. And so I was kind of the old lady in the room. I snuck in and uh, it was, it was really, it's a really good um, bunch of statistics and training and just different things for a younger generation. And they, they focus a lot more on um, maybe social media, you could call it that, but they know this is kind of their next generation of the best of the best, and so they wanted to give a little additional training. So I was very um, grateful to be in the room. But, yeah, I drug you with me to to basically have two rears in the seats to the roundtable events to hear what other agents are saying. So I felt like we could take home double the knowledge. But... Um, but, yeah, so that's what the conference is that we're here for. 
And Art, you've been given the task um, of giving me some questions, so I'm going to let you kind of fire away and see how much we can cover in our in our limited time this morning. Okay. Uh, well, since you brought up statistics, um, what are some of the statistics that uh, made an impression on you? Okay, and I'm going to have you move. You're cutting in and out a little bit. Check your cell coverage while uh, we're doing this just so we don't get a funky record. But so the statistics, yeah, so the lineup of speakers, they brought in Nick Bailey, which is the CEO of Remax. It's kind of like seeing a celebrity. He has, you know, just a wealth of knowledge in his mind, but he's hard to get in front of because he's, you know, CEO of one of the biggest companies in the world. So he was there. He covered a lot of statistics. And then also the number one Remax realtor in the world, Jordan Cohen, he actually is in Westlake Village, California. And so they brought him in to talk about kind of how he does his business and some different tips from him. But so Nick Bailey is who gave us the most in terms of statistics that I just, I was like writing down like crazy. But I think my number one from him he said that 91% of agents have never seen days on market higher than 40 days or more than 4% interest rate. Um, the reason why, if, if you know, if people are at home like, that sounds crazy, 91% of agents have never seen a market different than where we had been the last couple of years. Our number of realtors that are licensed in the country is almost double what it was pre-pandemic. So what happens in a good market, people hear how homes are selling really quickly and, oh, my gosh, so easy. I'll just get licensed and I'll get in and do that. Everybody, you know, while the getting's good, everybody, that sounds like a really good job. But the reality is selling a home hasn't been that hard probably in the last couple of years in terms of just getting it sold. Now, you know how I feel about, you know, certain things, Um you know, you can get it sold, but did you sell it for enough or, or was it marketed properly to get the most? Like there's a whole lot going into that, but that's what happens in a good market. It was like that prior to the crash in 08 when we saw all those foreclosures, a whole lot of realtors got out of the business because it got hard and they really didn't have that history and knowledge to lean on. And, and a lot of people go, I'm going to get a different job. None of these homes are selling now. So they see a lot less realtors. Um, in the market, as things tend to tighten and shift a little bit, and it's not crashing, it's not like 08, but it will be harder for certain agents to keep up in a way where that can be your full-time job. But so the 91%, that's kind of crazy. And then, um, yeah, what was it? NAR went from just under a million um, to now it's coming up on almost, not, not quite two million, but it's almost doubled. Um, as far as the number of agents, so they expect a whole lot of people are going to get out of the business. And then um, I think it was most 87% fail in the first five years. So the pandemic market people that jumped in are probably not likely to be in business for very many years if things continue to shift. Um, but that was my big takeaway. That one made my jaw drop. Um, anything he said that jumped out to you is like kind of shocking or, oh my gosh, know that or... Uh, definitely with the group that we were in, I remember thinking it's like because of it being a under 40 group, there were so many of the people that had not seen that kind of market. And, you know, when we had broken off into tables, you know, I was kind of pointing out questions and 
you know, there were, you know, the people in my group, none of them were even agents in 08 who were ready to answer questions like, what do you do if you had a downturn in the market? Because, uh, you know, not that it's happening in our market, but uh, you had, there were markets that that was a thing. So I was, mm-hmm. just, you know, trying to, you know, it's like, you know, yeah, it, it, it was weird. I almost kind of felt like a dad, like, Hey, are you going to be prepared for this? Like, <laughs> you got this coming. Are you going to, are you going to be able to handle this? And they're like, so, Oh dad, it's amazing. You don't even know. Um, yeah, no, that's a good way to word that. You were kind of the dad in the room. Um, I felt like the old lady in the room a little bit, but so it was uh, weird that I got in the business at 21. Most people do not start in real estate. Then the average age of a realtor is 53. So for me to have almost 20 years experience and not even be 40 is like kind of crazy with that, that decade, you know, a couple decades there of running. Most people have not even thought about getting into real estate at my age, you know, right now. And I've been doing this for a while. So that was a unique um, position to be in because yeah, I'm sure there were other people with that kind of tenure, but of the people I spoke to, they were 10 years or less. Um, in the yeah. business, so uh, all the years yeah. I've been following you around, this is the first time I ever really felt like uh, the old man in the room. Yeah, <laughs> sorry so. about that. It was good though, right? <laughs> it, it was good. I mean, it, you know, but it was. It's like I there. There were several points where I just kind of looking around. It's like, yeah, without a doubt, I'm one of the oldest people here. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there were a couple other husbands that were. I know one guy was 45, but. Mm-hmm. They should have like you a know, husband's like, club for you guys, like just a, a husband hangout. Yeah. But um, but yeah, yeah, so actually what you just said a minute ago reminded me, we're going to have to take a quick break. But when I come back, remind me to talk about some of the stats that Nick Bailey talked about regarding um, kind of market value and pricing. That was some of the biggest uh, takeaway that I think people at my table didn't really, like couldn't compute what he was saying, but I knew what he was saying because I'd already dealt with some something similar but um but yeah everybody listening thank you for tuning in as we do a call-in show since we're on the west coast today for a conference but uh we will be right back you'll know home with beth i'm your host beth mcgeorge with remax jefferson city we'll see you soon hey there friends you are listening to home with beth i'm your host beth mcgeorge with remax jefferson city and today i am in sunny san diego california for the Remax Torchbearer event. So we're doing a call-in show, and I'm sitting here looking at a backyard that has no real grass and palm trees, and I'm definitely not in Missouri anymore. So today I've got my husband, Mr. Art McGeorge, a uh, longtime favorite client of mine. Uh, he's with me on the conference, and I thought it would be fun to have him ask me some questions and then turn the tables on me about what we're learning in the conference I drug him along because to be in the room with this elite group of realtors that on the roundtable events, I wanted two brains in there so I can acknowledge. And so he tagged along and graciously gave me some of his time. Good morning, Art. Good morning, Beth. Good morning. Um, y'all, he is so thrilled to be doing radio. I can't tell you. <laughs> he was kind to say yes. Um, but no, so before we went to break, uh, we were talking about Nick Bailey, who is the CEO of Remax, which kind of a big deal. So being that close and personal with him on a smaller conference like that is pretty cool because normally he's on a 
massive stage in an auditorium. So this was a very um, small event and uh, very cool to have that time with him. But this show, if you're kind of casually listening, if you feel like your takeaway is, oh, my gosh, the real estate market is crashing, that's not the case. Um, But why I do these events and why I was so excited to go to this one, secondary home markets, coastal markets, these really, really big metro markets are the first signs of what is shifting in real estate. We are very lucky in the state of Missouri and especially mid-Missouri where we're at. Um, we're sheltered from a lot of the big hits or things come to us slower, which, you know, fashion and trends and all the things, we get those things later too. But when it's something new like with real estate and housing and homes are such big investments for us, it is kind of nice to be able to run through a filter kind of what's happening and watch the mistakes of others and learn from them and and see how we're different or similar because we're definitely not the same as the San Diego market. Art, what we look at, we saw this cute little house. It was, you know, $4 million and, you know, yeah. half the size of the average Jeff City home. So I feel very blessed. Our housing is way more affordable. I was been in the ear of the, the girl I got my coffee from and telling her where I was from and I was in real estate and, and telling her how, you know, cheap some of our houses are. And she was like, well, heck, I could just buy that. You know, I mean, it's just so expensive in California that they, pe- people don't even realize you can buy a house for what we, what we pay for our homes. So it's kind of cool to see that. But um, anyway, so when we look at these other coastal markets and things like that, they are, and I did a little searching here in San Diego this morning on the real estate market almost every listing is showing a price reduction or um, they're not selling for full price. They're listing it and not getting 10 offers. We're coming out of the hottest real estate market in the history of real estate markets. And so I think the takeaway can't be, oh my gosh, our market is so bad. Um, and here's some of the stats. Um, or did you hear anything that Nick Bailey said that kind of jumped out and blew your mind or did you not take as many notes on what he was saying? Uh well, of the two of us, uh, you are the note taker. Uh, nobody that ever went to high school with me ever would have thought that. But uh, the stat that, and I'm sure you've got it in there, uh, 120, how many days or months of consecutive increase? Oh, yes. Yeah, so he did a recap of everything, and he he's talking about, you know, our market is evolving, things are changing, but it's it's not crashing and it's still grossly above what our average values and pricing had been in the history. So uh, in, in historic years, but 125 consecutive months of increasing prices is what this market has been. So as consumers, as homeowners, as people just watching the news, and, and I feel like most people kind of take the temperature of the local real estate market just passively, just because that's what we do. For 125 consecutive months, it's just been going upwards. So what's going to happen right now, the housing market's cooling a little bit. We see a lot of news headlines. If you pay attention at all, that's sort of hard to avoid. I get frustrated with the news media because I feel like sometimes uh, a very catchy headline is more important than reporting the facts. And so I don't want anybody at home to feel like our market is bad or to be discouraged but I guess where, where these are where these stats come in, the projected list-to-sell ratio is 98 to 99% in the next year or two going forward, which is more appropriate for a normal market. 
it's not normal that every time a house is listed, they get more than they're asking. That's an imbalance in the market. That's a seller's market where they're in charge. Ideally, we would find ourselves in a real estate market where it's a little bit more even. Values are still high, but buyers are able to search and obtain a home uh, that fits their needs and not feel like they have to sacrifice and compromise on everything just to have a roof over their head. So I think this is overall good for our real estate market. I think there's a lot of people that haven't felt comfortable selling their home because they were not confident that they were going to be able to buy a home, and so they just stayed where they were, which sort of fed that imbalance in inventory because there were a lot of listings not on the market simply because those folks didn't feel like they would have a home to buy and a place to live, so they just didn't move. So that's the wheels messed up. So when he projects that the list-to-sell ratio is going to be 98 to 99%, which that is the percentage of the asking price that the seller is going to get, getting darn near your asking price on average is is fair and that's normal. Um, He thinks, though, it could be lower than that because of seller expectations. And this is where I think realtors are going to really struggle. If, if I'm sitting down with you, let's say, Art, let's say you don't know me and I come in to price your home and you have a lovely home and I come in and I crunch numbers and we are looking at sales comps, um, right now a good realtor is probably not at or above what those sold for. Um, there should be probably a little throttling back on price and that's very hard for a new agent to do because it's hard to know where that line is. You do not want to underprice a home, but you also right now overpricing it. If it just sits on the market, the statistics are if you sit more than 14 days, you're going to sell for 2 to 5% under current market. So by misaligning your price and sitting and get, becoming market-worn, you're going to end up selling your house for less in the end than you could have if you had just priced it right in the beginning. So that, to me, is going to be the big push is, If I sit down with you and I look at sales comps and I say, hey, Art, your house is going to sell for X, it's a fair question that you're going to ask me, well, why isn't my house going to sell for what these other homes sold for? You know, that's Mm -hmm. that's a conversation some people to sort of comprehend. So that's where you you need experiences and, you know, evolving markets, things like that. And it takes a lot of trust. You know, you obviously love and trust me, but somebody that I'm meeting for the first time, that's a different conversation. So I know I need to be armed with that information to educate them because I would expect the same thing, you know, if I, if tables turned. Yeah. That was one of the things that, you know, I was, you know, the, the bits of knowledge that I had for uh, the other agents is like, you know, they've got to trust you when you're giving them this pricing recommendation, you know, because, especially if you're going to have to tell them something. It's very easy to tell them a number above what they even thought they might get. But if you're going to have to look at somebody and tell them, you know, they've, they've got to, and that's where, you know, you're using business and your knowledge. They've got to know it's like this is why that number makes sense, and they got to believe uh-huh. it. Yeah, they don't, I mean, and you say they got to, I mean, they don't have to. It's my job to be able to articulate that so that they get, you know, can receive that good advice. I think the biggest thing we're going to see is there are going to be realtors that don't know what's happening because, like, I'm plugging into out-of-state markets. I mean, there were international people there. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I do a really wide reach on purpose because we do not have this reflecting in our local stats on paper yet. 
I got calls from some other fellow top realtors this week on their listings going, hey, Beth, what are you seeing with this house? What are you seeing with that house? This one's not selling. I think we should drop our price to this. What do you think? And we do have um, a friendly arrangement with, you know, a good handful of the top agents saying, what are you feeling? Are you feeling the same thing? We're making those phone calls, and we see it and we feel it. But it's if you pulled out a statistical report right now of the last six, three, and two, and one months of reporting, it's not showing up, but we know it's happening because we just haven't had enough market time with that in, in play. Um, but, yeah, it's it's evolving is the word everybody's mm-hmm. using. But um, I think we need to take a quick break. I want to talk when we come back, though, about price reductions and some of these statistics and kind of a best plan of attack. I think a lot of people are interested in that. But we will be right back. Thank you for tuning in to Home with Beth. I'm your host, Beth McGeorge. Hey there, friends. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in today. You are listening to Home with Beth, and I'm your host, Beth McGeorge with REMAX Jefferson City. And today, my very special guest is the one and only Art McGeorge. He's here at a conference with me in San Diego, California. We're doing a call-in show because I drug him to the conference to soak up a little extra knowledge with me. And so we're just doing a little Q&A while it's fresh in our mind before we fly back this afternoon. How you doing, Art? Doing well, doing well. Yeah, y'all, he took the backyard for this call-in, so he has the prettiest surroundings. Um, I'm in the back room. Homes in San Diego are not as big as back home, (laughs) y'all. We had to separate, or you'd hear us both. Before we went to break, if you're tuning in, um, or maybe if you're just now tuning in, we have been talking about this conference I'm at, which is the REMAX Torchbearer event which is REMAX's 40 under 40, and that's thrilling to me because I'm 39 and a half, and I feel like I snuck in the room, so I'm blessed and grateful to have partaken in such a kind of an intimate conference where we get a lot of one-on-one with the higher-ups and in REMAX, and kind of I feel like I'm getting information first. So definitely a reason I made the trek out of state to um, so far to take all this in, but The statistics that I was talking about, if you're just tuning in and you want to catch all of this, you can go to bestmcgeorge.com, and you will find the show in the form of a podcast, so you can listen on the go. But we're talking about the real estate market. If you're watching the news, you're hearing about housing markets cooling off. That seems to be the way that I'm hearing it worded, and that's a fair way to word it. We are expecting list-to-sell ratios, meaning what percentage of a seller's asking price did they get. We're going to see that ease off. Um, it's been 101% for quite a while. My average has been 105% for quite a while. Um, it's, it's not a normal, regulated, balanced market if buyers are having to pay above ask on average for homes. So uh, they're projecting the list-to-sell ratio probably hit 98 to 99%. Could go lower due to seller expectations because we have spent the last how many years watching value skyrocket, and so it is fair for a seller to sit across the table from me and be a little bit surprised if the numbers don't go up and up and up because that's just what they've been doing. Um, I do think that's shifting. I'm feeling it. We're not seeing it in stats yet in our mid-Missouri market, but these coastal markets and international markets that I was networking with this week, they're already seeing it. Um, A gentleman from Vegas, Art, I don't know if you heard this, um, he said that they're Home prices have adjusted. They're down 10% this year. However, and that sounds terrifying. However, they're still up 
from what they were um, a year ago. And I think um, yeah. it's still up 10% from the first year. So <clears throat> if you pan out about four years, five years, if year over year they just went up and up and up. Market and I don't know if you know this, um, but our average home price was 155000 ish for a long time, and now we're at about 240000 That's a massive jump up, and um, it's just that just won't continue forever, you know. So, did you have any questions you were going to ask? I know before the break you had a, a lineup you were going to fire off. Uh, well, uh, I was going to, I know who mine was, but I was going to ask you, who was your favorite speaker? I think I know who it was. Um, who do you think it was? Uh, you liked the Remax CEO. Well, I Nick did Bailey. like Nick Bailey a lot. Um, his stats, I've covered a lot of those. I actually, I'm going to flip this on you, but Cohen, he... I'm not going to say he's my favorite speaker because he was so admittingly, he's like, I'm a salesman. I'm, I'm the most amazing realtor, but I'm not a public speaking of he's amazing. And I'm, I'm grateful for his time, but um, he's definitely, he was just gracious and allowed us to have his time and, and pick his brain. But for him, I, I this is going to sound probably egotistical, but this is just, but Listening to him, he is the number one REMAX agent in the entire world, and he was talking about his style and business in a listing appointment, and I felt really, really good because I'm sitting there feeling like the only real difference between he and I is that he sells like $50 million homes, and I don't, you know, and our style was very similar. Um, We come in with data and facts, but not in a rigid way. Um, he was fun and had a way of explaining stuff where you could understand it, and I pride myself on doing that. But he was preaching the gospel, man. He had a lot to say that I really believe in, and um, it made me wish uh, for just a moment uh, to try my hand at expensive real estate. But you got to sell where you know people, and I'm just not going to uproot our family and move. But it is tempting yeah, when you I hear mean, that, right, like $50 million homes. Yeah, I I was the entire time thinking it's like, yep, that's exactly like that. That's exactly like that. And, you know, maybe I'm a little biased. You know, I think our audience might agree with that one. But there were so many times it's like, you know, I I, I just thought that's exactly how you're doing this or that, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. I really appreciated how much you were already there for what he was saying. Mm-hmm. It, it was kind of validating, and he he was also funny because he very kindly and respectfully disagreed with Nick Bailey, and he stepped out of the room whenever Nick was presenting because he heard something Nick said, which is the CEO of Remax. He's like, you know, head man in charge, coupled with the number one Remax agent in the world, not the country, the world. They so two boss dudes, right? So he's thinking, mm-hmm. if I disagree with him, oh, my gosh, I'm getting ready to present. He didn't want his mind corrupted with what Nick was saying. So he literally stepped out of the room and intentionally went and made phone calls while Nick was presenting so that he didn't have his subconscious um, aware that he was disagreeing with him because it was important to him that he came in and was honest with what he came to present. And it 
kind of reminded me, like, if I walk through somebody's house to price it, I tell them, do not tell me what you want for your house, what your goal is. We will talk about that later, of course, but I, but I tell people, don't tell me when I walk through your home. If you're listening, if you have me come to your house to price it, I am not going to hit you at the door with, hey, what are you thinking? That's my job is to assess what I think your home will sell on the market. And if you owe a certain amount or you've got some real financial commitments that are tied to what it sells for, that is something we need to talk about and be aware of. But I like to do that after I have done my pricing assessment. But So it just felt like some stuff I had said a million times before of like, hey, tuck that under your hat. But he came in, Nick Bailey, he said that videos are key. You need to be having all kinds of videos on listings, yada, yada, yada. And when Jordan came in, he said, I actually disagree with that. And and that's when he said that I kind of like perked up. And that's when I was like, oh, I love this guy. Because video is good. Jordan Cohen uses video, but he does shorter video clips um, with kind of that, you know, cheesy elevator music stuff, kind of keep it short and clippy because the really long video um, tours, statistically, buyers use those to eliminate homes. Jordan and I agree. My job is to get the buyer in the home. We're not tricking people. We're not baiting them with things that are untrue. But we also you give them enough to fall in love, let them go see the house. Because, you know, I, I had a house one time. It was gorgeous, but they left this half bath undone, and it had green velvet wallpaper in the bathroom. I'm not making this up. And because everything else in the house was so updated and gorgeous, we chose to leave that one photo of that one bathroom that needed remodeling off so that it wouldn't be that, ew, I don't like that green bathroom house. And so we're not tricking people, but it is also making sure your marketing is on point and you're not eliminating people by doing too much. Or like, you know, sometimes realtors have like way redundancy, too much redundancy in their listing photos. And you're like, I get it. I've seen 30 pictures of the kitchen. Move on. You want a good summer. You want to keep it moving, keep it hopping, keep it fresh. But he disagreed with that, and he had the courage to say, I respect what you're saying, but respectfully, I disagree, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah, I know yeah, I switched it on you. I know I said Nick yesterday was my favorite, but I appreciated identifying with Jordan so much. Well, and I know how much you, you love getting those facts and that information. You just kind of you pull all that stuff in, and, um, I mean, and, you you were definitely lit up for both the whole room was definitely lit up for Jordan uh, and, and without a doubt Jordan was he was neat for me just to listen to and I mean I I felt there were so many things that I've heard you say so many times and I just it's like I, I enjoyed it kind of like again like a you know proud husband I guess at that point so. Uh, you're like, oh, man, then, you're uh, doing all these things, but you're not selling $50 million homes. So sad for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I, I I remember at one point, because you were mentioning it, I remember it's like, she's going to want to move after this. This is going to be terrible. Uh, so, but uh, No, Mid-Missouri, be assured, no. I am not going anywhere. No, we're not. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so I think uh, other, other questions? questions? Uh, do you have any uh, any other changes that you think you're going to make uh, with the info you got from the conference? That's a good question. Um, changes. Let's see. Um, I think it's going to be picking up what I already do. 
I'm very fortunate that most people who call me, they've either been personally referred by a friend, colleague, you know, at work, whatever, um, or their past client. You have to be able to trust the person you're hiring to sell your home knows what the heck is going on and is there for more than a paycheck. My business is based primarily on repeat and referral business. So, you know, I don't make one dime if I don't sell the home. That's true. So I do need to sell homes. But my biggest value and thing that I'm weighted in is, like, I've been doing this a long time. I have um, a lot to lose if I were to come in and do a bad job, you know. So I'm going to come in and care to give people accurate advice. The sky is not falling. It is not a bad real estate market, but I do think things are shifting. And so my job going forward is kind of like I've always done as far as information and data. I'm going to beef that up and make sure that the statistics we're pulling, yes, they're nationwide. That's good to know. But my creativity I'm going to put very much in play. I think so many times people just say, well, this is how it is and this is what it's going to be. I'm already, we've got multiple loan products for like arm, arm loans, um, adjustable rate loan is what that, um, or adjustable rate mortgage is what that stands for. Um, I think it's really interesting that the, let's see here, what's the statistic I'm looking for? Here it is. So adjustable rate mortgages were 35% of the pre-market uh, or pre-pandemic market. And then during all the mayhem, that dropped to less than 4% of lending programs. Because interest rates were so low, it doesn't matter. An adjustable rate mortgage is, let's say, a 5-in-1, a 7-in-1. That means that for a period of five years or seven years, it can adjust up or down by a percentage point. So it's, it's scary to hear that your rate could adjust, but you can do the math on, okay, let's say everything goes the wrong direction, what's my payment going to be? Okay, and you can do that. The average life of the the loan, if you will, people have either moved or refinanced on average within four or five years. So doing a five-in-one or a seven-in-one is a pretty safe bet that you're not going to get to that end term statistically and have to redo it. Most people have already made moves on that. So it's a really good product. It saves people a point or two on their interest, keeps their mortgage payment low, um, if they had budgeted for a lower rate and then they went up, this is a really good tool. Most realtors don't even know about that, again, because so many, you know, the realtors doubled over the pandemic. Uh, some of these agents don't even know what an arm is. No fault of their own necessarily. It's just not been a product that's been used in the market. You know, times we needed that. So just being super creative and finding a fit for the seller's needs um, and pricing. If, if you don't have to sell, but you want to try to sell it for a ton of money, that's a different conversation than, hey, I just got a job transfer and I'm moving out of state next week. This thing has to sell. I can't make two mortgages. That's a different conversation. So I try to ask people's situation and understand their why so that I do the best job possible. You know? Yeah, perfect. Look, you guys, I think he's going to sell his house. I think I convinced him. <laughs> so, um, so no, um, when we come back, yeah, we're going to probably have to take a quick break. Um, but if you maybe then we'll have time to close the show out. So think about that during the break. Those who are tuning in, thank you for listening. If you have to run, you can find this radio show in the form of a podcast on bestmcgeorge.com. If you have questions about your home's value or you think even if you're going to sell next year, is not a bad idea to go ahead and start that conversation now so that if there's projects you think you need to do 
to your home. I'm very well connected to contractors and helping get things done. Or better yet, if it's something you're planning to do, and I don't think you're going to get the recoup on that, maybe you skip that altogether. So if you want to reach out, you can call me at 573-761-3489. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. Hey there, friends. Welcome back. You are listening to Home with Beth, and I'm your host, Beth McGeorge with Remax Jefferson City. And we're going to have to close the show out. We are, I'm chatty today. I'm at my conference in San Diego for the Remax Torchbearer event, which is their 40 Under 40. And I've got my wonderful husband on the line with me today asking me questions. How you doing, Art? Doing well. Doing well. Y'all, he's just thrilled to be doing this. He's, it's very early. He's very mad it's so early. Um, West Coast time is different, so we had to call in. But we don't have much time. But the, if you're just tuning in, we've been talking about a market update. If you're not living under a rock or you're listening at all about real estate and housing, you're hearing a lot of chatter about the real estate market cooling off. It is evolving. It is shifting. It is not crashing. But I think it's very important for me to be very much on top of what's evolving. And that's what this conference was talking about. I think for me, Art, one of the quotes, it's like, with this, it's going to be very hard to combat pricing challenges. If a seller says, well, my neighbor sold for this much, why isn't my house worth that? The market's cooling off. That's a fair combo. But like, do you want your doctor to tell you the truth and tell you you need surgery or that something's wrong, or do you want them to tell you what you want to hear? I mean, you want the truth, right? I want the truth. Yeah, even if it's, hey, um, we're going to have to do this thing, but it's going to be fine. So anyway, I, I think the, the general takeaway is we're going to stay on top of stats. It, tuning into the radio show regularly will be great. Um, I typically open the show with some local statistics, so that you can be in tune with what's happening in real time. And so we always appreciate this time together. You can go to BethMcGeorge.com and look at other podcast episodes, and you can also call me at 573-761-3489 if you want to get that conversation started. But, Art, I've said it before and I've said it again. I'll say it again. If I'm not your favorite realtor, you just haven't worked with me yet. So, anyway, I think I'm your favorite realtor, Art, right? You're my favorite by far. Yeah, and you're my favorite client. You you actually, you know, I can kind of boss you around more than most, but you're, you know, not really having a boss around. You just let me kind of do whatever when we sell a house. No, you've gotten every every job I offered. So. Actually, we have mailed it. We, we have done great. So, anyway, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We are out of time. We're getting the high sign. But we will see you next time on Home with Beth. Thanks for listening. What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real, because just business is better business. Visit JustCapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count.